Amen. Well, it's an honor to share the word of the Lord with you while the baptismal candidates prepare themselves. What a great day in the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, would you please turn to the book of Exodus, chapter 12. I know the Lord Jesus is enough for me. And yet I feel like he's too much for me. And it's hard to explain to those that have not come to this place in their life and walk with the Lord. It's like a hunger that is satisfied and then once again takes over. A longing and a pining that finds rest and no sooner grips the life. It's like I must always be partaking of the Lord, always feeding on the Lamb. Exodus 12, verses 1 to 11, Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night roasted in fire with unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Do not eat it raw, nor boil it all with water, but roast it in fire. Its head with its legs and its entrails, you shall let none of it remain until morning, and what remains of it until morning you shall burn with fire, and thus you shall eat it. With a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, so you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Peculiar text. Strange application. Well, first I'd like us to note that the Lord Jesus, the Lamb, is our lifeline. He's our covering, our hope, and our salvation. Without the application of blood, the blood of Jesus, we are just like the rest in Egypt. Without the blood is our sign we are under the judgment of God. We are a target for judgment, hopeless and defenseless. And when death comes to our door, there will be no hope. We live in an Egypt-like world today. 
And isn't it something that when you tell an Egyptian about the answer of the Lord, the application of the blood of the Lamb, they scoff or push off or reject the hope? Foolishness, they cry. And yet the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. Though it may be, it might be, there may be a neighbor, there may be a man or woman, there may be a family that will receive the answer of the Lord and turn before judgment floods the streets. Verses 12 and 13, For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Take the lamb. Get the blood on you. Get the blood on the housing of your life. Get the blood on your homes, on the doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where we eat. Is it uncomfortable to talk of blood? Some may find it so. And still we will continue to speak of the blood of the Lamb, for only the blood can save us. What is the sign? The blood. When I see the blood, the blood, it's really the blood of Jesus. You see, this is the difference. This is the separation. This is the distinction. And this is what finds acceptance with the Lord. No matter who we are in this room today, we need the blood of the Lamb. The blood covers us. The blood protects us and defends us. The blood sets us apart. Just as the blood set the people of God apart from the rest of the population then, so too it does now. Exodus 12, verse 13, the Holman Christian Standard Bible, the blood on your houses where you are staying will be a distinguishing mark for you. The Living Bible, the blood you have placed on the doorposts, will be proof that you obey me. The message paraphrase, the blood will serve as a sign on the houses where you live. The blood of the Lamb, the blood of Jesus is our lifeline. The distinguishing mark, the sign. It's the proof. 1 Peter 1, verses 18 and 19, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible, perishable things, like silver or gold from your aimless conduct, received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. The correlation today, 
Romans 5, verse 9, much more than having now been justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. Ephesians 1, verse 7, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. The provision of God has not changed. The provision of God was the Lamb. That was the answer. And it is the answer, and yet there was a decision to be made on man's end. The prescription of God, the provision of God, the commandment of God, the hope, and yet a decision to be made on man's end. Each one had to take the lamb for themselves and apply the blood recognizing and acknowledging the fact that there was no other way. A lamb without blemish. This is Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. John 1, 29, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. One lamb, one life, one man, one name. Behold Jesus, who takes away the sin of the world. Is it not true that when someone gets the blood sprinkled, this is not all they want? What might this mean? Endure the length of the excerpt. When the Christian gets the blood sprinkled, that is not all he wants. He wants something to feed upon. And oh, sweet thought, Jesus Christ is not only a Savior for sinners, but he is food for them after they are saved. Paschal lamb, by faith we eat, we live on it. You may tell my hearers whether you have the blood sprinkled on the door by this. Do you eat the lamb? Suppose for a moment that one of the old Jews had said in his heart, I do not see the use of this feasting. It is quite right to sprinkle the blood on the lintel or else the door will not be known. But what good is all this inside? We will have the lamb prepared. We will not break his bones. We will not eat of it. And suppose he went and stored the lamb away. What would have been the consequence? Why? The angel of death would have smitten him as well as the rest, even if the blood had been upon him. And if, moreover, that old Jew had said, there we will have a little piece of it, but we will have something else to eat. We will have some unleavened bread. We will not turn the leaven out of our houses, but we will have some leavened bread. If they had not consumed the lamb, but had reserved some of it, then the sword of the angel would have found the heart out. 
as well as that of any other man. Oh, dear, here, you may think that you have the blood sprinkled. You may think you are just, but if you do not live on Christ as well as by Christ, you will never be saved by the Paschal Lamb. Ah, say some, we know nothing of this. Of course you don't. When Jesus Christ said, except ye eat my flesh and drink my blood, ye have no life in you. There were some that said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And many from that time went back and walked no more with him. They could not understand him. But Christian, dost thou not understand? Is not Jesus Christ thy daily food? And even with the bitter herbs, is he not sweet food? Some of you, my friends, who are true Christians, live too much on your changing frames and feelings, on your experiences and evidences. Now that is all wrong. This is just as if a worshiper had gone to the tabernacle and began eating one of the coats that were worn by the priest. When a man lives on Christ's righteousness, it is the same as eating Christ's dress. When a man lives on his frames and feelings, that is as much as if the child of God should live on some tokens that he received in the sanctuary that were never meant for food, but only to comfort him a little. What the Christian lives on is not Christ's righteousness, but Christ. He does not live on Christ's pardon, but on Christ. And on Christ. He lives daily on nearness to Christ. Oh, I do love Christ preaching. It is not the doctrine of justification that makes my heart good. It is Christ, the justifier. It is not pardon that so much makes the Christian's heart rejoice. It is Christ, the pardoner. It is not election that I love half so much as being chosen in Christ ere worlds began. Ah, it is not final perseverance that I love so much as the thought that in Christ my life is hid. And that since he gives unto his sheep eternal life, they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of his hand. Take care, Christian, to eat the Paschal lamb and nothing else. I tell thee, man, if thou eatest that alone, it will be like bread to thee, thy soul's best food. If thou livest on aught else but the Savior, thou art like one who seeks to live on some weed that grows in the desert instead of eating the manna that comes down from heaven. Jesus is the manna in Jesus as well as by Jesus. We live. The blood has been sprinkled and the blood has been applied and now there is a feeding on the lamb. We need the lamb and we need to feed on the lamb. Exodus 12, verse 8, They shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire. Listen to verse 11. Thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. We read here an urgency in the text. Make haste and feed on the lamb. 
This is urgent. This is not a message to be set aside. Make haste and feed on the lamb. We need the lamb. We need the blood applied and we need to feed on the lamb. Jesus, this lamb, the lamb of God becoming our daily food. How's our feeding? Make haste. Exodus 12, verses 2 to 4, this month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. The message paraphrase, address the whole community of Israel. Tell them that on the tenth of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one lamb to a house. If the family is too small for a lamb, then share it with a close neighbor, depending on the number of persons involved. Be mindful of how much each person will eat. Be mindful of how much each person will eat. Each person must feed on the lamb for themselves. No one can do this for you. No one can do this for us. Can we hear the Spirit of the Lord today? Take the Lamb. Behold the Lamb of God. Take the Lamb and take the Lamb for your family. Apply the blood. The Lamb roasted in the fire, the fire that should have been our portion. Feed on the Lamb and come to know the reality that the lamb is more than enough and the lamb is too much for us. So much, so great the size of this lamb that we have to share it. We have to share it with others that they too might feed on the lamb. The NLT reads, if a family is too small to eat the whole animal, let them share with another family in the neighborhood. The Amplified, if the household is too small to consume the lamb, let him and his next-door neighbor take it according to the number of persons. Every man according to what each can eat shall make your count for the lamb. We are talking about Jesus today, the perfect lamb of God. The lamb of God, such a feast that he cannot be consumed he is more than enough for me and for my family and for your family. He is more than enough for every person that has ever lived and every person that lives now. He is more than enough for the generations to come, should he tarry. Concerning my house, the house where I eat, it's like there are not enough people in the house to eat the whole lamb. 
provision is too great. The feast is too great. Even the houses of the Lord, there aren't enough people in the house to consume the lamb. We could fill this place and all could feed on the lamb and still there would be provision in abundance. It might fill time and again and still abundance. We need the lamb. And we need to feed on the lamb. Can I have the worship team return today? Take the lamb. Apply the blood. Take the lamb for yourself and take the lamb for your family. Apply the blood. Feed on the lamb. With urgency, feed on the lamb. Take care how much each one eats. Today is baptism service. These are some of my favorite services in the house of the Lord. I've witnessed many now. And the Bible says, Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the way of the Lord. This is the Bible way. Repent, be baptized, and be filled with the Holy Ghost. This morning we are blessed to be in this place. To witness those individuals taking a step, the next step in their walk with the Lord, this public confession and declaration of their own personal faith. Lives that have taken the Lamb as their provision, as their covering, as a distinguishing mark, as their daily food. 1 Peter 3, verse 21, there is also an antitype which now saves us. Baptism, not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. What does it say, Galatians 3.27? For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Acts 22.16, and now why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. My, it's a glorious day in the lives of of these believers. Romans 6, verse 4, Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Let's stand in the house for a moment. Just lift up this song as they enter the waters of baptism.
praise you today, Lord. What an honor to be in your house. Give you all the glory.